Roll dice, be nice, and stay tuned. This is the Live to Die podcast. So my cousins were just visiting and they have a 14-year-old son and she was like, oh man, the, the mom who is my cousin was like, oh man, I really need to pick James's brain because my son just saved up all of his like holiday money and allowance and stuff like that and bought his first D&D book. Nice. She was like, nice. I really want to play with him. He's making characters. I'm like being the supportive parent, getting in on it. And I don't understand a single thing that's happening. Yeah. And I was like, yep, that's, that's how it goes. But then I had this dilemma because I was like, oh, well, if he's interested in like role-playing games, we actually do this podcast. But then I was like... Should I recommend that my 14-year-old cousin listen to this? He's we, to, <laughs> we do explicitly have an explicit uh, yeah. tag on ours. Yeah. So it's just supposed to be a 18 plus, 17 plus something. That being said, he's 14 and goes to public school. Hmm. Yeah, he's my heard much, son much listens worse things. to this show. Yeah, he's, he's heard worse than Your this. son listens to this show? Mm -hmm. but, How old's you know, your son? 13? 12. 12. He, he just said this. in a few months, yeah. Well. You go through all of the content yourself and uh, ensure that it's, you know, reasonable. Yeah, so. Jason has at least listened to every episode of this podcast before his <laughs> yeah. son right. listens to You've it. kind of vetted the people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just like, just don't do anything that that Trent guy does. Sometimes don't copy any of that. Somebody will like talk to me about what happened and it's like, yeah, no. I was playing the game. I was, I was uh, there. <laughs> I was playing. Jason's son is very cool. We hung out this summer and uh, he came to watch the series or the season finale of stranger things with mm -hmm. us and none of us had seen it like none of the adults had seen it but your son had seen it and <laughs> was like because of course you know he'd stayed up all night the night before watching the finale as soon as it dropped and all that and jason and jessica were like do not spoil the ending <laughs> yeah. for everyone and so he did so good it was like he had the most serious face the whole time like would not make eye contact with anybody like took his role very seriously and not spoiling anything for us and yeah, i great. appreciated that lily was there too yeah yeah, yeah. she hadn't seen it yet i think mm, i'm not sure Maybe. although she's watched stranger things more than any of us yeah like, i know and i was like this season of stranger things i was kind of scared yeah and lily was like meh so core, man I think that's actually a good segue into, we'll keep it short. We got, you know, we're mid fight. We got some cool stuff I want to get to quickly, but we're still releasing in the month of January, which is a great time to talk about recaps or years in review. And since we're talking about some stuff we watched this year, uh, in no order, two or three things you watched or read or listened to that you're like, ah, oh, that was good. Or you liked it. Anyone? I'll start first. Cause I have some stuff in mind. Uh, Jason and I were talking about it earlier, you know, I always love Star Wars. Uh, Andor is stupidly good. Like that's genuinely really fun. Uh, a book that I read and found that I thoroughly enjoyed, recommended by this independent bookstore uh, operator up in the mountains that I think is super cool as well. The book is The Lies of Locke Lamora. Oh yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. I just finished that recently. Holy cow, that's so freaking good. It's uh, been a long time, but yeah. I guess there's there's more books in the series yep. which I'm super excited for. And I've been playing some like Blades in the Dark lately, so that had some, some really overlap feel. And I think I'll stay with books because I I like fantasy books. I kind of burn out on fantasy years ago when I was a teenager, but it's kind of been fun as an adult to realize like, oh, there's a lot of really good fantasy out there. Um, and so I think I'll say on, I mentioned in the last episode that I also read Left Hand of Darkness finally this last year, which was super good. But I'll just have to shout out because the same independent bookstore operator recommended another book that I read called The Black Tongue Thief, 
and mm-hmm. just came out, I think this last year, or at least within the last year or two. Man, that was one of the e- like quickest reads. Not necessarily an easy read, but the pacing is so phenomenally well done. And then after I finished that, we are up in the mountains in the same town again. I was like, hey, I just finished the other book you recommended. I'm really like looking for another book with that. And he's like, oh, you should check out The Lies of Locke Lamora. I read that in the last year or two, and I think you'd like that. So year in review, any, any, anything you like? Wow. I have a horrible time remembering things. Perfect. Because. Dad of four. Yeah, mostly that. <laughs> uh, I did watch the movie Coda recently. I really oh. enjoyed that. Like the, uh, the old one? Or no, wait. Oh, no, the, the one that won Best Picture last year. Yeah. yeah. It, was, it was really well done. It was really nice. Uh, I didn't cry that much. Just a little bit. <laughs> uh, and I'm a, I'm a year late, but I watched Hawkeye with my, uh, oh, my second mm-hmm. oldest kiddo. I don't know why we got on it. We, we're, I've been behind on a lot of Marvel stuff. And so he's like, oh, let's watch Hawkeye. So we watched like four of them last night, actually. It's good. And it was awesome. it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's a really good like Christmas vibe one too. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and it was like perfect time of the year too. So mm-hmm. awesome. Anyone Very else? Cool. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Yes, yeah. oh, that shit. was a great yeah. one. You, like, you two mentioned that a lot. That it was you really would good. really love that movie, I think, actually. Yeah. As someone who went to school for film studies, it's the best movie I've ever seen ever. That is yeah. wow. pretty close to what James said, I believe. Ever. Mm-hmm. One of the best movies I've ever seen. Wow. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's stupidly good. I think my mom would also love it. I keep trying to recommend it to her. I'm like, it's weird. Don't think about the premise. Just watch it. It's mm-hmm. a really interesting movie. You know, um, oh, I just did the thing where I turned my laptop off. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, I think that, so I've heard some things and, you know, many of us here are into movies and stuff like that. And I feel like post pandemic, I've heard a lot of like, oh, like movies are just so hit and miss right now. Like there's not a, like a lot of good cohesive movies coming out, but I'm actually just like, cause I was like, I know I've watched some good stuff this year and I'm looking through this list of movies that came out in 2022. And there are a lot that I really liked, but particularly I just watched the menu, which was oh, fantastic. Yeah, you stole mine. I was just <laughs> yeah. We watched it together. Yeah. Um, yeah, that one was great. But then there's a couple other ones. Like I really enjoyed um, bros was a really good one. That was a fun rom-com and I'm not even really a rom-com person. Uh, the Billy Eichner. Oh, bros. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I like that one. We saw Nope. Nope was fantastic. Yeah. Nope was yeah. really good. Yeah. Nope was this summer. My favorite shark movie this year. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, totally. Um, it's an ape movie. <laughs> and then I'm really liking how there's like this, this resurgence of like the whodunit vibe yeah. because I really love whodunits. And so there was like Death on the Nile and See How They Run and the new Knives Out. And so oh, all God, of the those. That's really good. It was good. Yeah. yeah. Nice. I Is started reading this book. I don't know how. It's, it's, oh, sorry. It's hey. streaming in December, but it came out to certain theaters for like one week in oh. November, which actually is kind of sad, but. Started reading this book called Perdido Street Station. Heck yeah. yeah. I'm sorry, I just need to celebrate. Critical age. <laughs> <laughs> now Jason's gonna be like, and I fucking hate it. <laughs> I was caught off guard when it starts with human and bug sex. Yeah, well, sure. Yeah, yeah, it really starts really with really a bang. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, when I start, I think Brian and I both started at the same time, and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> like, this yeah. isn't what I expected at all. I remember when I started that book, and I was like, I might have even said this on the podcast before, but when I started it, and I was like, Okay, well, I'm interpreting this as she's a human body with a scarab beetle for a head, and mm-hmm. that can't possibly be right. So I need to look this up. I looked it up, and I was like, "Oh no, that's exactly yeah, that's yeah. exactly what this character is." How um, far into the book are you now at this point? Um, because I think everyone else at the table has read that book. I would say I'm like a hundred 
pages in. Okay. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. not anything I've ever read recently, that's for sure. It's definitely a it's a fantasy book, but it's definitely different ter. Differenter, more different. Differenter. Differenter than the other ones I read. <laughs> Which I you've talked about James, but he does a, a Mavel does a really good job of being like it's something that is completely different conceptually. And mm-hmm. I think that's kind of what sets it apart. Mm-hmm. It does. His writing's also not undense, which it's interesting. Yeah, that's true too. Like you, you can get into the flow for it, but. And because anyway. everything's art history to me, I like to think of Mayville as more of a surrealist writer than a fantasy writer. Yeah, he's like, a, mm. like Dolly, but in text mm-hmm. form, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, he talks a lot about, like for his mind, the intersection of like fiction and I think he says science fiction and fantasy are the pulp arms of surrealism in his mind. Mm-hmm. Some deep shit. Yeah. Well, mine, I am proud to say, I just finished Les Miserables. Yes. Wow. And it was like 1,300 pages. God. And the text was extremely small, even. <laughs> and, uh... What'd you it, think by the end? So, the ending is like... I already knew what happened, but like, the ending even, there's like, the prose is just kind of boring. I was like, wow, that's that, that's it? Man. It's kind of <laughs> shitty. Uh, but, like, obviously, it's like a wonderful story, and... Um, the book has so much more richness, I think, than, than the musical or the, the movies or whatever. Um, there are some really beautiful moments of writing in that book. Um, but I don't recommend reading it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, I do, I I thought it was interesting because I think you were even starting to read that a year ago when we yeah. were starting to work on this podcast, which was some nice theme stuff to be looking at like revolutionary yeah, France, which right. is very much the vibe for Galt. So without spoiling anything, I can say that I feel confident based on what you've just shared with me, that the ending of this story in revolutionary France or France analog uh, is going to be a little more bombastic. Probably so. Great. Can I just say one thing really quick, which yeah. is that you kind of touched on this, but um, Trent and I were talking the other day and realized that we're pretty sure that we are very close to have been doing this for one year. Yeah. Because I think when we did yeah. our test recording, it was like February of 2022. Yeah. So we, we started releasing in, I think, August. Yeah. But we'd been recording for a long time. months before that. Yep. There's not many things that I do anymore that last a year. Like, I mean, like yeah. marriage and parenting. <laughs> <laughs> right. But like jobs. Yeah. No, I mean, yeah. not a year. You know, mm-hmm. just kick the kids out at a year. Be mm-hmm. like, and you're on your own. Yeah. Good mm-hmm. luck. Have fun. I think it is kind of cool. And I mean, it's fun for us to get to release this weekly. And I'm sure if people are listening to this, we're probably not. Well, there are some of you who are kind enough to tr- dip your toes into actual play podcasts. And maybe this is your first or your only. But I think a lot of us sort of like the format of listening to people play games. And it is worth sort of noting that like the idea of a weekly game, like that's that's an awesome dream to think about. But even for us, who as we've been talking about, been doing this for a year, this certainly isn't uh, a weekly game. I think we're, we feel pretty good if we can get a day of recording in about once a month. And so for those of, out there, of those of you out there who are like, oh, I, I want to play, I wish I had a weekly game. We all do. And I hope you're able to find something like that, but just carve out the time you can and play what you can. I, we were talking about this earlier in a recording day, and then I promise I'll punch into this, but I gotta, I gotta talk about Paizo and how much I love their distribution stuff. There's a pretty big barrier to entry on playing their really signature six book adventure paths. I mean, those are those are three to seven years of playing. And it feels weird to start something and know you you might never finish it, but they have so many good standalone adventures like this, Night of the Great Death. There's a lot of different levels. They have even like sort of bigger ones that are maybe two or three books at a time. 
there is so much out there. I encourage you to play, find out the way you like to play. There's a lot of great platforms for playing online. I know many of us have done either Roll20 or Fantasy Grounds, or there's, I think Foundry is really taken off these days too. But don't discourage yourself if you can't play weekly. Make some time. Hanging out with your friends is one of the best ways. Let's rejoin our heroes, question mark, as they get into this I mean, I guess we could kind of call it like a dance party, right? Before anyone gets mad at me for starting this fight, I would just like to recall the terrifying show we just watched about this particular monster. And I think we just need to get this done as soon as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That was some nightmare fuel for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, for those of you who are wondering what we're talking about, we watched, there's a Love, Death and Robots episode that sort of depicts a creature very much like the one we're dealing with in this encounter here. It goes terribly for the person in the... For just about everyone, actually. Yeah. We were watching and we were like, wait, 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 wait. Can it do that? <laughs> I hope it doesn't do that. <laughs> All right. So I believe we left off right after its turn. Looking yeah, I think at I my notes. just chucked it out the window. Uh, you mean it just chucked you out the window? No, <laughs> no I don't think that's right. I, I, I feel like it is, maybe. <laughs> uh, but it does mean it's Val's turn. Yeah, because I think it just used, looking at my notes, it used its actions to try to start maneuvering you out the balcony, so try to throw you down 20 feet from the balcony into the rushing mm. rivers below. Kind of the Two Towers vibe, you know, Aragorn down in the river. Sure. Yeah. First and foremost, Val is going to reload her pistol. Sure. Uh, then she's going to devise a stratagem. What? Rolling this tiny d20 once again because it did pretty well last time. Okay, not bad. I will take that stratagem roll. Uh, it is a natural 15, which means, uh, and this is for the dagger. How presumptive of you. Yeah, right? I was like, you didn't know that that was terrible math. In retrospect, I guess you were just looking for your bonus. I was just looking for my, this is just terrible character sheet finding. <laughs> That's fair. That's terrible drop Can That's we please different. get a new drop to make this more specific? Um, <laughs> It's a 46 to hit with the Oof. dagger. That is going to be a hit. Excellent. This is not, I mean, we talked about this last episode. Like, this is not an easy creature to hit. Their AC is, uh, it's not, it's not low. It's not. So, um, now I good. lost my other app. Okay. <laughs> this is terrible apps. Terrible apps. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. God's sorry, sorry, almighty, sorry. that's some terrible apps. Actually, those apps are very helpful. We're just bad at using them. The apps are really helpful. Uh, that's 34 points of damage. Nice. And Excellent. the dagger will uh, come flinging back. Oh, you're throwing the dagger that wasn't shooting the pistol? That was throwing the dagger, oh, yeah. Okay. I had to reload the pistol, so. But, okay. yeah, I threw the dagger. Sure. Um, and it'll come flying back, grab it, and I think that is everything. Okay, so reload. Yeah. Uh, stratagem, stratagem. And throwing the dagger. Throwing the dagger. The dagger. The, the dagger. Throw the dagger. That dagger, dagger. Uh, Drisharis, it's your turn. You uh, you have been grabbed by its hair, by their hair. I think we talked about this. It's been a while since I've used it, but uh, determination. Yeah. Once per day, I can end a non-permanent spell or condition that is affecting you. Oh. So you're going to blow up this fight. If it, you choose a condition, <laughs> the effect ends on you. Okay, sure, sure. So this this is the fight you're going to use that on? Absolutely. I'm about to get chucked over the fucking side of his <laughs> That seems like that's a, fair. Plus, we're going to sleep in the corner for eight hours after this before we fight the boss. That's how it goes, right? That is how I handle parties, personally. <laughs> Go sleep in the corner. So I 
Use determination, single action, to end a condition. And that can include grabbed? It doesn't specify not. It only talks about prone or flanked. Oh, then yeah, I'm cool with that. Yeah, determination, you just grit your teeth, rip out of the hair. I kind of imagine he brings a sword around and whoosh, like cuts this hair away oh. from his body. Almost like a, like a little disengage flourish yeah, but with the hair. Cool. Her magical flowy hair continues to dance around menacingly. Yeah. <laughs> um, menacing hair. All right, you got two actions left. You are, there's you have a five foot gap between you and them. Mm-hmm. And you have Fox flapping their, uh, flapping his wings up in the air. Because we're in a new episode, let's refresh a little bit. You're in a room that they call the Blue Room or the Blue Gallery, in which you have sort of draping, hanging blue curtains off of the walls and over the windows, blue paint and all of it. So you have the light coming in and playing through it to create a feeling it makes it almost seem underwater in the area. There's also blue mm. stained glass windows depicting executioners standing tall before open skies. And the monster's hair was also blue? Yeah, their hair uh, their hair was blue. Their skin was almost like a golden color. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So a fey creature of the, the first world, they call it in Galarian. Hmm. My second action was to move back to the flanking position where uh, I was. Up north, flanking up with north. Flying Fox. And I will... Um, what do you got? Well, I definitely want to swing at it with my sword. What's up, Trent? Oh, Trent's Nothing, I'm just calculating. <laughs> I'm just calculating. Just spellcaster stuff. I feel like spellcasters have a lot of things to do when it's not their turn. They're just like yeah. running all these plans in their head. And I just feel like Watson's character is like, every time we get into a fight and he needs to cast a spell, he's like, hold on, let me put my glasses on. Yeah. All right. Swinging with my two-handed thingy. Oh, that's right. Or swords the word. Gross. Miss. All right. <laughs> I nice. think it's a 36 yeah, can hit. That's a miss. Yeah. As soon as you said 30, I was like, ah. I rolled a three, though, if it Get. makes you feel better. It doesn't. It might make you feel better. <laughs> Fox, it's your turn, and your flank buddy's back. Yay, flank buddy. Um, Let's swing at it. All right. It's a cloud. Doing another double hand chop down. It's a classic for a reason. Oh, that's going to be a hit. <laughs> uh, it is... 47. Yeah, that's a hit. Not a crit, but a hit. Remember, their AC is very good. Yes. They are flanked. Yep. They are flanked. I just want to say that. Yeah. I'm aware. Oh. 1d6 bleed. Oh. Ah. Thank you. Oh, right. Low roll for damage. Roll that damage. They'll take six points of damage, and they do not stop the bleed. Max bleed. Sweet motherfucker. I did 20 damage. All right. All right. Do they bleed blood? Uh, I, I think, I imagine for Faye, it's, it's like a blood analog. I think in this case, it has like a watery color to it, like almost a bluish tone to it. But does it function like blood? Yes. It okay. circulates oxygen throughout their body. Okay. Is that what we're going for? Can I use it? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what he's trying to get at. Can I use their blood? For like vampire stuff? Yeah. Yeah, they're a living creature. Okay. And they don't have, like, xenomorph acid blood or anything. Uh, that would suck. <laughs> I guess I should have kept it myself. I'm like, yes, drink the acid blood, Jason. <laughs> the acid blood. Uh, so what do you got going on, uh, Fox? 44 to hit a second time. Because of flanking, that does yeah. hit. Yeah. Uh, 19. All right. That's going to be... 31 damage. Oh, that's damn it. I was too... 
You're abusing this terrible math drop. It's not his fault. Hero Lab's taking too long. Yeah. Hero Lab is the math. You're terrible at math. <laughs> terrible Jim. <laughs> terrible Jim. Right. I, I rolled oh, a natural shit. 20 on the Let's go. Which actually, I think, is not a crit. Uh, because it's a, it's a 41 total. It's a 20, though. You're right. So it is a, it, becomes, it turns a non-hit into a normal hit. So it's yes. not mm. a critical, but wow. Hey, but I'll take it. So how much damage from that second attack? 31. That I rudely interrupted your math skills with? Yes, 31. Okay. And then 25. And then 25, the yeah. One. So that last one hits not a crit, but it does turn that, because the, natty tw- the natural 20 does turn that from a miss into a hit. You said how much on that? 21? 25. Oh, well, I liked 21 more. damage is damage. Uh, that wow. was a good uh, 46 damage. I mean, 76 damage in three attacks. Yeah. Yeah, oh. that was a big turn. Draw, draw winks at you. That's how yeah. You good. I got good you, bro. Just hit every time. I got you, draw. Watson, it's your turn. This thing's looking a little worse for wear. She's given me... I'm sorry. They have given me an idea. And he's going to move to be in line with the balcony. Yeah. Okay. Balcony. Yeah. Uh, he will cast. Sure. The two action cast. Gust of wind. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I need a DC 39 fortitude save. Okay. Their fortitude is fail, not fail, fail, awesome. Fail, fail, kind of what fail. I thought. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So what's that DC again, Trenton? 39. So I don't critically fail. Damn it. By one. Wow. I got a 30. <laughs> okay. I'm not, they're not frightened or anything. No one's put any negative status effects on them, right? Technically, they were frightened too earlier when I critted, but it's been two rounds. So Does it matter if they're like flat-footed because they're flanked? How many rounds has it been since I critted? They were technically cr- frightened too, but we didn't, I forgot to say anything because I have 17. I think we've got to call handoff chest piece on that yeah, one. So so so. Does it matter that there's two people next to the monster? That affects their AC, uh, not their saves. Save. Yeah. So it's, it's all a fail though, which is huge. A failure? What if we don't like her very much? Yeah. Can yeah. you add a What if we would just like that? for them to get critted? Is that okay? Can we just do that? You can want that, but I don't think mechanically it has a I have a feat. I'm kidding. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> failure is the creature is knocked prone. Okay, hey, prone's huge. So they're knocked prone, which I'm personally not a huge fan <sighs> of. That's super solid. And that's Love gonna... It. You know what? Let's talk for a second about prone so that I can look it back up. Because I usually just play this uh, sometimes online. I but hear that there's a rule for that. You know what, Trenton? I think you might be right. There's a rule for that. So in this case, prone, you're going to have the flat-footed condition, which will carry forward some penalties. Carry forward. Carry forward. We're having a hard time. Penalties. There's also going to be a minus two circumstance penalty on attack rolls. And the only move actions a prone person can take uh, is crawl or stand. Uh, Standing ends the prone condition. You can take cover while prone, though, and gain greater cover against range attacks, but still remain flat-footed. So it's a weird combination. However, the really nice thing is that means that even those who aren't directly flanking them will get the flank bonus and they'll have a penalty on those to hit attacks, which is pretty big because as we've learned, they can improve grab off of a hit. And that 
Standing doesn't provoke attack of opportunity. Standing does because it, it has a movement yeah. trait okay. yeah. and isn't step. And step uh, expressly says that it does not provoke reactions. So Watson says, Furus Rota! <laughs> and, uh, <she> <laughs> All right, that's going to make it their turn. Because of that aforementioned penalty and everyone right over them, I really want to try to get one of these spells off. I'm trying to wonder, like, how worth it is it to just risk some absolute bullshit? Um, I think it's worth some bullshit risk on this one. Yes, it is. It is worth it. <laughs> so creepy. So I think even ill-advised as it is, I think they're going to try to stand up from prone. I might totally regret that, but looking at my options, this is what I feel like I need to do for several reasons. And I can explain it later if you all think I'm really just throwing this fight. I'm not. So they're going to stand. That'll provoke AOOs from yes. Dro and Fox. The AOOs proc while the prone condition, in this case, notably flat-footed, is still in effect. How we feeling, folks? Yes. Okay. 43. Because of prone, the 43 hits. Yes. I, I see. I feel pretty good about playing the numbers like that. Yeah. I'll yeah. take I'll take a hit. It was worth it. Totally <laughs> Gust of wind it. was worth totally. it. Gust of wind gets some work done. What are you looking at for damage? 35. There? That's not awesome for me. <laughs> and bleed applies. And? Uh, the bleed is still in effect. Blood. Excellent. Excellent won't reapply. We talked about this a little bit off air. You know, I'm, I'm not going to go into my thoughts on differentiating persistent damage types. That's Well, that's technically, wouldn't opening. it just re... Every time I hit, it just keeps coming back. Yeah, mechanically, there's no difference yeah. between the duration. Uh, it just really only matters if, for some reason, they, the target has lost that persistent damage, and then you can reapply it. Okay. Okay, they're not feeling great about this. They do stand up, though. Uh, and so they are then going to stride out onto the balcony and they will look back at you, bare their teeth. And I imagine that so while... one to stand up? One to stand up, one to move out onto the balcony. I'm talking about attacks of opportunity, sir. Oh, fuck, you have second hey. aid. Oh. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the second aid. I wish I had it, I wish I had it. Now, the question I have is, I miss. Um, so I did, I, I think... Would it come from your second attack penalty? Yes. So it, it's a really shoulder case, but I think I remember reading... One of the, I think it was on the Paizo forums, that you will take multiple attack penalties for attacks outside of your turn if mm. you end up in a situation in which you can make multiple attacks out of turn. Well, 32 is going to miss, yeah. Uh, 32 will miss. Yeah. So, I mean, the one nice thing is by this point, often fighters have a lot of things they can use reactions on. So, you having two reactions, mm -hmm. the second of which must be used for AOL, means yeah. you can use the first reaction for something else. So, in this case, they will stand up. They'll run over there and they'll look back and while they have like this almost sort of golden toned skin, and I don't mean sort of golden in like a still a way that we could expect uh, like human to present skin. I mean skin in like someone that's in a video game and selected like a gold color slightly. Like uh, those people in the second Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Yeah, and oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. keep your eyes yeah. out for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 because Adam Warlock's going to have gold mm, skin that's too. Right. All right, so they get out there. They look back at you bare their teeth in this smile as they dance out and it's these like sharpened teeth beware Niesco River or I shall dance you to your death 
And then she just sort of like bends back, backward dives off the balcony straight down into the river. Oh. Bye. Leaves almost no splash entering the river. I walk to the edge and look over cautiously. I'm not just going to like, hey, what's up? <laughs> but like <laughs> kind of standing back, like look over and make sure that. If this was a horror movie, Dro would just get snatched yeah, down snatched uh, over out. the edge. You look over and all you just see is like the white water of the river just rushing. So basically we just don't get in the river and they leave us alone? Who knows? Goodbye. I'm good with this. I'm, I'm happy with this Satisfied. Outcome. Satisfied. Valentine. Yes? Perhaps. We use some tact in our next encounter and not try to kill them immediately, you shady motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) I do tend to agree that perhaps we could uh, converse with things before we try and assassinate them. Let Watson talk. All right. We will kill them when their guard is down. Wait, why am I talking? Okay, but they were obviously a monster. Why would we person. let Why would we let Watson talk? That's the worst part of your plan. I, I agree with it. Honestly, I agree with this. Fox <laughs> agrees with me, and he just doesn't want to tell you. I just told you. Oh, and I agree. <laughs> Shit. I'll talk. Okay. All right. Perhaps I was a little bit hasty with that one, but we really need to find this magistrate. You know, it, it's past far past my bedtime. I'm a little grumpy too. So. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had a snack in a while. Blood sugar's a little low. (laughs) (laughs) And she'll just look at you and be like, point taken. Um, Fox. But then uh, it gives you a wink. Are you still still flying? Yes. Would you like to come down and join us down here? (laughs) Wow. Maybe. Do I have to? Just fly into the next room, man. You're going (laughs) to need it. I just wanted to shake your hand. That was really cool. Flying? I want to shake your hand. Good job, Watson. Okay, I'll shake your hand. Nobody shake Val's hands. Are so <laughs> Val doesn't want to shake your hands. Your hands are so soft. I wouldn't think so, looking at you. Now you'll never know. Val rolls her eyes and starts walking for the door. Okay, so I you... some some lotion bar at the farmer's market. Ah. So you came in uh, on the west side of this blue gallery. The double doors to the balcony over the river on the east. There are a set of doors on the north of this room. Double doors behind a blue curtain um detect magic on the doors sure so once again you can't really focus it on a place you can just look for it you do detect magic somewhere within the radius you detect a yeah a level 18 enchantment aura oh great uh, there is some quite high level magic uh around sure. this area you're not sure. Oh, and you can pinpoint it. It is on the other side of these doors. I so, intimidate the doors. <laughs> the doors are unfazed. Uh, these are these doors have doors. a very high level. <laughs> <laughs> so that either means that they're either, you know, there might be something magical in the room you're in, but the stronger presence inside of your radius is in the, the room to the north. Feels off like there's something on the other side of the door. Yeah. So, cool. Uh, is there a way for us to blast these doors open? I did bring my battering ram. Um, what? <laughs> Just kidding. Oh. You, would you like me to knock? Oh, boy. Uh, we before you answer, he takes his gauntlet and he's just like, bam, bam, bam. 
I was going to ask if it was locked, but that's fine. House, housekeeping! And then he steps back and pulls his sword out. Yeah. Okay. Val might go stand next to Dro because I'm very good at pretending to be places. Sure. So you're at the, do- the doors in the north end of the room. Uh, you knock. Doesn't seem to be any response. The doors seem heavy, but not heavier than you'd expect out of this really robust monastery-style building. Can we hear anything on the other side of the door? No, the doors are really thick. You also don't hear anything. You're not sure if that's because of a lack of noise or the thickness of the doors. Definitely trapped. Can I do uh, thievery or perception or anything to try to see if that's a trap on the other side? Or if this door's trapped? Sure. So that, that that's a that's mural. That's a secret check. Yep. So I have your bonus here. You're not sure. Damn, that's mm. the fucking worst. I oh. hate that. You don't you don't find any traps. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that drop also has like a touch of an Austin Powers vibe oh, to yeah, it. Totally. Uh-huh. Looks good. Uh, Val, I believe you're up. <laughs> uh, one moment, one moment. Uh, Watson mm-hmm. wants to cast Energy Aegis, taking a minute uh, okay. on Fox uh. for five resistance to negative damage. Does that stack? I have five resistance to negative. Uh, it would not stack. Never mind, I won't do that. Uh, well, I was going to say, while we're hanging around, how do people feel about me taking 10 minutes to do something? It depends on how pressed for time we feel. The magistrate is like... I mean, that's being, true. Actually, we probably shouldn't yeah. do that. I think that we would be like, we got to find this magistrate. Mm. He did say helicopter. Can you, which was can the you secret word. Can you bust the doors open? Uh, Watson? Uh, yes, I believe so. Well, just to, to be clear, none of you have... Try to open just, the door. Yeah, the door opens. Oh, <laughs> it's unlocked. Fox, <laughs> you're all preparing to blast it up with magic. Fox, like, just let's just try this <sighs> thing real quick. Push it with your your alarm. No, I'm just gonna open it. All right, <laughs> I'm gonna step back. I've set off at least one trap that I know of for a fact. Well, we didn't in this game since magic. So if the trap is not magical, then. Well, there is uh, definitely magic, magic on the other side of this door. But it is deeper in the room. It is, oh. it is the door, because you can oh. pinpoint the five-foot square. There is some very high-level magic in the next room. I thought you said right on the other side of the door. No, no, on the okay. other side, as in not in the room you're currently right. in. So, yeah. You open the door, and now as soon as the door's open, you do start to hear music. Which is odd because in, this, mm-hmm. in, in the blue mm-hmm. room that you were in, <laughs> in the blue room that you're in, you can just barely make out the music from the the ball, the masquerade. But you go into this room, and we're going to call it the purple chamber for reasons that will become obvious. And there is music here. This room that you step into, the walls and carpeting of what's clearly set up to be a music room, range from a pale mauve to a garish purple. There are indigo stained glass windows, mostly concealed behind heavy velvet curtains. There's a large, elegant harp standing on a wooden dais in one corner of the room, and then several stringed instruments resting on a shelf uh, near the end. There's then several stools and music stands, although the music from the mask is quieter here. The harps strings sort of echo with with music, and you're not quite sure where that's coming from. There is the exit you just came from, uh, the, the north of the blue room, the south of the purple room, and then to the west, which would be like left as you come into this room, there's another door behind some curtains. You don't see any people here immediately. 
What do you think? Mm. This is the smush room? <laughs> I believe this is where the president accepts state visits. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific reference. Where, where did you sense the... Uh, my guess is it's coming from these musical instruments. So if you, it's a cantrip, right? You can cast that spell yeah. again. And what you find is that, oddly enough, the harp that seems to be playing music isn't where the magic's coming from. It's coming from one of the shelves, just like you called it, which is a little bit of a weird guess, Trent. So I think I kind of have to do this. Yes! Yeah. Because yeah. like, I literally called out for a... A magic, a harp playing itself, and you're like, no, I think the magic's probably not the harp. It's got to be something on the shelf. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Plus, I should hand out more hero patches. Agree. I accept this. I told you that preview on Twitter was going to work. Yeah, it totally works. <laughs> so there you go. Oh, Trent gets yes. a plain patch. <laughs> That's the reason I put that tr- that preview up for that episode <laughs> was to pressure you into more subliminal messaging. Yes, you're so patch smart. It's worked. I've yet to get one, so it's not really working out for me. I got one. Uh, you guys have. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it must be really cool to be you guys. <laughs> <laughs> so, the harp is playing, mm-hmm. but it's not magical. It's not the most magical thing in the room, at least. True. Uh, True. It's not the highest level. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can I do some occulting around the room? Because that's all I really got. Sure. What's your bonus? This is oh, yeah. also a secret check. So, what's your <sighs> bonus to occult? 21. Okay, looking around the room, just doing a little a little looking at numbers here. Uh, you look around the room, and you do see on the shelf that there is a a viola or a violin that has odd like inscriptions on it. Mm-hmm. Watson. And it is in the five-foot space that Watson indicated there was some magic coming from. Oh, yes. But also still the harp. Whatever's going on with that. Do I recognize the language? Uh, It's it's symbols of power and magic. It's not a language. Uh, I'll roll that check over. This is what's called a maestro's instrument. It could be crafted in the form of any variety of... What is that? Handheld musical instruments, yeah. And it gives you a, in this case, because this is a greater Maestro's instrument, a plus three item bonus to perform checks while playing it. Additionally, for two, uh, as a two-action interact once per day, you can play it to produce the effects of a charm spell with a DC 38 in this case. Wow. It's also worth a cool 19,000 gold. Wow. We got a treasure drop for a bard. <laughs> yeah, we did. Heck yeah. Someone take I that. I put it in the bag. <laughs> All right. I take the harp. As soon as you Just take kidding. The harp, I don't want to go towards the harp. No, no, no. I do not want to go towards the harp. Val, while they're looking at that, Val would like to use her reconstruct the scene ability. Mm-hmm. And it says you spend one minute surveying a small location, such as a single room, sure. to get an impression of events that occurred there within the last day. Yeah, so you take a minute while they're looking through the room, and it looks like there's not a lot that's gone on here, but you do make out where it looks like several people escorted or maybe forced someone judging by their footsteps through this room into the next room. Okay. Um, I think we need to just press on to look for the magistrate. It looks like they went this way. Shit. Let's go. You said it's a greater maestro's instrument? Okay. 
yes. Is it Maestro or Maestro? You said Maestro, but I'm not 100% sure if I was fucking it up. Okay. Okay. All right. So, how long have we been in here? Um, between the last room and this room, it's probably been. You, Since you, our combat ended, how long has it been? You've expressly said that you're trying to stay moving, right? Well, yeah. I think casting. I don't know how much for Redor, it's a minute. So I'm guessing for Detect Magic, it's probably about the same. Uh, no, Detect Magic is a uh, two action spell. Oh, it is. Okay. It is a uh, one action. One action spell? Is I believe it? so. Let me check. Uh, I feel like it's two yeah, actions. It is two actions. So it's probably been three, four minutes. Yeah. Why are you asking, Jane? Well, I want to pursue a lead on the people who are taking the magistrate, but mm-hmm. I it takes 10 minutes, and I don't want to, like, drag out how long we're going to... Does it take 10 minutes, or is it only once every 10 minutes? No, it takes 10 minutes. Jesus, that's a while. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it takes 10 minutes. Yeah, uh, I don't know investigators very well. Well... Is anyone... Oh, no. It takes one minute. It's once per ten minutes. Oh, so cool. yes, I will do that. I will pursue a lead on the people who took the magistrate. Awesome. Did, did you take damage, by the way? Yeah. Oh, would you like a little bit of my touchy feeling? I'm down thirty-one uh, healing. Touch me, Watson. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's do a little a bit of a uh, uh, treat condition. Then, uh, while he's uh, doing that, I wanted to say that the cream cheese on the pizza actually was pretty good. Yeah. So Welcome. solid. Jason, how long have you lived in Colorado? Uh, four years. And this is the first time you tried cream cheese on pizza? Mm-hmm. It's kind of a rite I'm of passage. I'm kind of a not cream cheese and food kind of person. Like, if there's sushi with cream cheese in it, like, hard mm-hmm. it's, it's different on pizza. It's, it's different it on pizza. It is different on pizza. It was good. It's really good. And for anyone who's listening, like, if you're not from Colorado and wondering what that means, imagine someone just took a block of Philadelphia cream cheese and a pair of scissors and cut it into little cubes and just chucked those like a topping on top of a pizza with some pepperoni it's or whatever. Like it's kind of like if you had fresh mozzarella chunks oh, yeah, on yeah. your pizza. Yeah. Except chunks of dollops of cream cheese. <laughs> dollops, if you will. It's it's really good. It's, <laughs> it's good. It's definitely a thing. It's, it's funny I to curled talk to. my nose just like all of you listening are right now, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would like to uh, call 30. Sure. Oh, okay. You know, well, Trent, that always takes time. Let's just take that off air for a second. All right. So it uh, looks like you ended up taking 10 minutes after all, Trent, yes, uh, to heal. So that I could heal both Trishars and Watson at the same time. So you're in the music room. You got folks healing. Only a couple of you were really messed up. You're full health now because you didn't take a ton of damage in that fight. You've got the door to the west, the only other door out of this music room. What you going to do? Uh, can I detect magic? And I'll check it for traps. Uh, fine. Uh, you look for traps. You do not find any traps, Jason. Doors are my worst enemy. And you probably do detect magic. I think it's technically... Let's see. 30 feet. 30 feet... I think you would technically detect evocation at... I say evil magic. I was like, yeah. No, uh, I think it would be evocation magic, and I want to say it's like level 9 or 10. Oh, nothing in this room is worth worrying about. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is some sort of magic in here, but I don't know. It's confusingly low level. So, I mean, look, because I can't remember it, I'll just telegraph this because you'd probably recognize it. It's, it, it's it's a striking rune okay. or like a, a plus two rune. It's, it's rune magic. Feels like a striking rune. <laughs> and for the life of me, I could not remember if 
striking runes are evocation or enchantment or transmutation or whatever the fuck they Give are. Give me a second. Or plus one runes, but... They're going to hit us with some hurty weapons. Hurty <laughs> <laughs> weapons. We didn't see that coming. <laughs> all right, though. So you're all... You're stacked up outside this door. What you gonna do? It's evocation, for the record. I, th- I thought that was right. Knock, knock. You Are, are you gonna knock? No, I'm going no to say I think knock, we should knock. just go in. Okay. So Val, you open the door? Because Val is pretty confident that uh, this is where they took the magistrate because she saw, mm. you know, they dragged somebody. I'll push one of the doors open. So Val's pushing the other one open. The door's open and you find yourself in a small, like, connection hallway. Ten feet by ten feet. Ten feet wide, ten feet across to another set of double doors. Can we listen at the doors? Yeah, same. Check yeah. for traps. Uh, who's listening? So you're going to check for traps. I'm going to listen at the door. You're going to listen at the door. So you listen to the door. Jason, you look for traps. Uh, Val listens at the door. You don't hear anything. Heavy doors. Every time I fail a secret check, I'm like, you you don't hear hear. anything. This isn't my doing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The doors are like, for me, the most... They're such a wild card because, like, you can open a door and it's nothing. Or you could open a door and die. Mm-hmm. Totally. One of my favorite lines from a, a book, and I guess it's technically a TV show, too, in The Expanse is Miller just talking about doors and corners. Yeah. As being like, the most dangerous moments in any, like, raid or assault is going through doors and going around corners. Miller's so totally. cool, man. Love that character. Mm-hmm. All right. So you're in the hallway now between it. And looks like you've got Val and Drosharis stacked up that door again. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's do this. All right. Let's go. I'm guessing weapons are probably already yeah. in hand. Yes. yes, weapons are drawn. Boom. You open the doors into a, a rather large room. It's a little more, uh, it's, it's a little greater. I'm going to probably say it's almost 50 feet deep. Another almost 45, 50 feet across. A big square room. There's been sort of a color theme. Let's call this one green. Blue. We'll call it the Green <laughs> Conservatory. Because what you see, paneled in green painted wood, the chamber is furnished like a conservatory. It has large windows of thick green glass and several large potted plants. A few couches are set up in smaller sitting areas. A long table across sort of at the far end of the room but what's really standing out to you is that you can see four gray gardeners and you can make out what looks like the body of ortvald garmino and i say body oh no not because you know that he's dead but because you can see you can't see his head Uh uh-oh because where his head should be He's been stuffed upside down into one of these giant pots where like a small tree had been planted. Oh, and it looks like they're they're like dirt boarding him. What the fuck? Oh my god. And so even as you come in, they kind of pull him up out of the potting soil, and you can see his hands are tied behind his back. They sort of take him out when they see you, and he's <coughs> just coughing out uh like this dirt out of his throat. And it was they're kind of lifting him up. Are you going to speak now? What is it about these kids? Like you can just barely make them out questioning him about like some case as they see you. Uh, of course, you just because you just open the door 
and they just sort of drop him face down into the dirt. No, not stuffed into the dirt, just face down on top of the potted plant. And they all whip around and look at you. And I, we may have seen this art before, but I thought, I thought I'd go ahead and take advantage of showing off kind of what these Grey Gardeners look like. Why is this Grey Gardener... A pirate. But why are yeah. they in blue? Like, nothing about that outfit is gray. It's, yeah, it's super blue. Imagine it's, imagine it's a, it's a gray instead of blue. So dumb. So it's like so what is the outfit? Big um, Assassin's Creed in, a, in early America energy. Totally. Sure. Kind um, of a Three Musketeers hat. Like under the black flag, Assassin's yeah, Creed. Like, yeah, yeah. He, has a, he definitely has a swashbuckler's <laughs> hat on. <laughs> this music is Crossbow. so cheery <laughs> for us. Yeah, it's got like a sick yeah. cape. That is a sick cape. Sick, sick cape. cape. Even like the I'm upset about the blueness on. of this. He ain't no gray gardener. Blue gardener. A blue gardener Wait. in the green room. Yeah, I, I was gonna say, so. are they really gardeners? Is that why they're trying to plant him? <laughs> they're just trying to. That's <laughs> a little too on the nose for me. All right. Uh, <laughs> so there's four of these folks. They see you. They put Ortvald down. They instantly hands to weapons. Uh, Val's gonna look at Drosharis and be like, "Do we have to talk to them this time?" I'm not going to answer you. I'm going to fight next. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Val, I'll, Val, you know, already has both her weapons out and is ready so to shoot I'll them. I'll point at the guy in the front and be like, I believe that is our magistrate you are torturing. That is none of your business. It's who this is. And it's time for you to be no business of this world no more. Oh, well... Let's so fucking do it. Why don't you pick on someone your own size? Us, so it's technically our business. Yes. You're being pedantic. We want to kill you. Okay. <laughs> All right. We came here to kill you. Let's roll some initiative. Okay. So they did some great descriptions of these. I, I also want to evoke, it kind of has a little bit of a Brotherhood of the Wolf sort of visual vibe. These like almost dusters, tri-cornered hats, bandanas around their face. Because they're great gardeners, they're always masked in one form or another. Alright, I'm starting to see some nods. It sounds like some uh, some good initiative is going on here. What are you rocking box? 36. Nice. Okay. Solid. You've done uh, you've done worse. Yes, absolutely. Uh what about Watson? 43. Oh, that's a major improvement yes. for you. I'm very proud of you. Did you not Thank roll you. like a three that time? That was a 16. Nice. All right, Dro, what about you? What are you sitting on? 46. Nice. And Val? 38. Oh, you right, you dropped right. down some. Uh, uh. Okay. Well, you've got four enemies. You've got Ortvald. You've got potted Ortvald. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but first off, Drosharis, you're going to get to act. All right. Drosharis will get right up in it. Yes. Go on. 25 feet to get to yep. the this first unassuming one. scary uh, mini that you have. Look, I'm not made of money, Jason. These are the miniatures <laughs> I have. Uh, I'm feeling pretty good about a 48. Uh, a 48. Ooh, you know, I wish. Yeah, that's a crit. Yeah. Oh, hey! Yeah. Hit the drop! Hit the drop! Now, it's still checked that I was using two hands. You want me to uncheck it? 
That was That's my intention. A you call. I was intending to swing with two hands. Yeah, I, I I'm feel start like pushing people around in this room. You all had time to prepare weapons okay. as you would want in this room. I, I think that's that makes sense. Cool. This is so fun. <laughs> I love this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's pretty solid. Fifty-four. Yes, it is. Jesus. Okay. Yep. Fifty-four points of damage. That'll do. One action left. That'll do. I will combat grab on this one. Sure, sure. Tell him. Do it. Natural motherfucking twenty. Yeah. Oh, my God. Did I just crit back to back? Yeah, and that's, that's a natural twenty. Double critical hit. So that's a card. That is a card. Right? Oh God. Uh, could it not be? Like, are we cool with that? What do you think? No one is <sighs> no, cool I with think that. We definitely no. should. Totally. Because it's going to decapitate it. somebody. I'm going to call right now. Ooh, okay. that would be sick. All right. If we draw wow, the what poetic justice to decapitate a gray gardener? Yeah. All right. If it is a capitation, Trent, I'm going to give you a hero patch. Oh, my God. But not Jason. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> that will be Trent's second patch. Uh, this one. Oh, sorry, Trent. This one's called paper cut. Oh, <laughs> oh. the exact opposite. The worst, actually. Is this That's a bleed? True. I'd rather be decapitated. <laughs> uh, no, God, okay. this is brutal in its own way. The target will take a minus two status penalty to attack rolls until the end of its next Ooh, turn. Super okay. bad. So keep me honest. This now, is the hooded one. You're also going to be frightened, too. How dare you? You're going to be flat-footed, mm-hmm. and you're going to have 1d12 persistent bleed. That is true. I don't like any of that, and I think you and should apologize. And now I will roll the damage. Okay. Go ahead and 56. roll. 56. Wow. Well, on the bright side, you're making this math really easy for me, which yeah, I would normally take as a favor. But I think you're just being rude, and I don't appreciate your attitude. Whatever, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, this is also short for I'm vamping to try to get all the initiative set in the background. I am now grabbed, or he's grabbed. So move, attack, attack, have the grab. The grab just lasts to the beginning of your next turn. Correct. Dope as Or I guess unless we establish, like, you do something to continue your grab, right? Or do you have to reestablish? I think that grab would have to last until your turn if okay. you take the action. It's so easy, man. Combat. Yeah. I'm going to be trying to grab you every time I swing at you probably. That's fine. It just means that you won't get the benefits yeah. of them being grabbed, basically. But they get the penalties on their turn. Hey, uh, Watson, it's your turn, buddy. Oh, perfect. <laughs> uh, from back here, uh, Watson will cast something. And okay. I need... Uh, all of them to make a reflex save. Including Ortfold? No, just the enemies. Okay. Do I know the DC on this? Uh, DC 39. Okay, so we're going to start with the one out front. It's weird how you just ask for the number so that you can cheat. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> interesting how that works. <laughs> Wait, what's, the, what's the DC? 39. Uh, so number one critically fails. Okay, maybe he's telling the truth. <laughs> we're just going to handle these clockwise with numbers. That's how we're going to know which one. So number two also is wearing a hood, but has a red hood. And natural one. Yes! Yes! yes. Oh, oh, here's this new drop. Oh, boy. Critical. Oh, um, it's a one. Wow, this is, uh, this is awkward. <laughs> yeah. I love that one. Um, yeah, that one's solid. Okay, so now we're going to go to number three. This is a very high Green level spell. <laughs> yes. Okay, we're doing better. Uh, I think that's not a critical failure, which I'm going to feel really happy about. 32, so not uh, a critical failure, no, but just it is a, a failure. failure. We'll go to number four, the only one of these miniatures I have not wearing a hood. 
and that's going to come out to 36. So fails wow. all around. Wow. Get him. Fails on one and two. So, yes. <clears throat> this is chain lightning. Yes. yes. This is 8d12 electricity damage. Okay. Is the full. Are you just going to use an auto roller? Yep. Yeah, I appreciate that. And so just do the base, and then we'll... Does it say do you roll individually for each target? Otherwise, I will let you roll once, and we'll just adjust. So. Because rolling individually for target seems like a lot of work. Chain lightning is... It's a classic. It is a classic, and it's always such a good, like, area spell to really knock down, like, a a few people. It's such a good spell. Roll the damage only once and apply it to each target. Perfect. So, yeah, roll it base, and then we'll just double it for the first two. Uh, Interestingly, it says the chain ends if any one of the targets critically succeeds. Yeah, that is a pretty cool thing. In this case, though, they all just whiffed like no one's business. 48 damage is full damage. Okay, 48. So that's pretty simple. So numbers three and four are going to take 48 points of damage. And then numbers one and two are going to take 96. Wow. Yes. (laughs) Amazing. That's wild. So how much 96 times two plus 40? Like, how much did you just do? Oh, 96 twice is 192 plus 48 is what it was. Uh, So 92 plus 92 is a... I've so, already lost count, to be honest. For our highest damage, we've we've we've, we've said before, do a single target, target yeah, yeah. so that you can't AOE farm it. Yeah. It's like 200 points of damage that you just did. It's like, like almost, almost Oh, it's way more than two, because just the yeah, damage on one, three, one two, two yeah, is yeah. almost 200. Like 380. Wow. 380. Six um, and with the second action... You mean third action? Third action. I will cast... <laughs> No, it's two. I have two more. Uh, <laughs> I will cast Guidance on Drasharis, since he's up in there. Up in it. Nice. Okay, up so in there. it's number... Wait, I'm sorry. I can't do that, because I did it to you earlier today. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So I will do it on Fox. Nice. Guidance on Fox. <laughs> Lovely. I will do it on him. <laughs> I, will, I will do it to you. Well, that was a big turn. You've been really killing it with spells this chapter. Which means yeah. I will not hit any more for the remainder of the chapter. <laughs> <laughs> it's That's how it works. So number three's turn. That's uh, Number three is the green hood there in the back. In the back, the southernmost one, kind of down near the desk in the back of the room. Ah, man, I really I don't like any of this. Uh, what it will do, though, is it's going to move and it's just going to, it's going to have to provoke AOOs in order to finish this off, but it'll provoke an AOO to get behind Rosharis and flank it with the one out front. Just in order for it to get around, like, to get around the bushes or, like, the trees that are planted in here and the furniture and the people, I don't have the movement to go over those with difficult terrain. Jason's smiling like no one's business. No, I wouldn't, uh, this is like a maybe. Okay, what a do you maybe face. Uh, 41. Is that good? That's a hit, but not a crit. Okay. I mean, there's four enemies here. A little mm-hmm. bit of metagaming. I'll spread it around. Yeah. Equal opportunity, man. Number three coming in on this. 19. Okay. Uh, 19 points of damage? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... I'm fine. Totally, totally fine. Okay. Now that they're flanking you, like I said, they kind of went... Your know, hands went to weapons. I think they have... You're not flanking me, bro. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm uh, I'm flavor, flavor flanking, flanking you. It's God. a flavor flank. <laughs> Damn it! Oh, 
I think we need another drop. <laughs> yeah, when you got behind me, I was like, he forgot. Well, <laughs> and I feel like to be fair, like these creatures wouldn't like, know. The, the gardeners wouldn't yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. So it gets ready to uh, to sneak attack you, but you're not flat-footed. So instead, it's just going to lash out with its. I could I roll like a fortitude save for that. No, I'm just attacking you. <laughs> okay, uh, 39 to hit. That's the miss. Seriously? Seriously. Well, fuck. I don't. I don't want to play anymore. Yes. Shout out to Flight. Uh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. What kind of flanks get through? Grab flanks still get through, right? Like if you're physically restrained, yeah. you're flat-footed, but you can't be flanked, basically. I'll look, but I I'll, I don't... Because I remember there's a way to right. get through it. Like, it, it doesn't prevent you from being flat-footed if you're prone or, like, if you're grabbed, I think. I think that's true. I think that's happened in a past combat. <laughs> or it happened in the other so games you play in. Like, I know, I know there are limitations, but it is a royal pain. You're not flat-footed to hidden, undetected, or flanking creatures Okay. Your level or lower. Or creatures. Ah, okay. So in that case, here's what we're going to do. Of your level or lower using a surprise attack. So this, this would have been a lot of that. Oh. They can help their allies flank. If the ally is high enough level. Correct. Uh, so instead, that what we're going to do here is... Perfect. So it's going to create, it's going to use an ability called instant opening. The Grey Gardener nice. assassin distracts a creature within 30 feet using a few choice words or gestures. The creature is flat footed against, oh, this assassin's. Never mind, so I'm just going to attack again. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, okay, that's a better roll. Uh, how do we feel about 44 to hit? Hit. I knew I had to get in there. Eventually, I rolled absolutely lowest possible damage. 10 points of slashing damage. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> uh, Val, it's your turn. What I will say, and I don't know. I don't know if the lead has to be a singular target or a person. So I think you can look that up. But what I'll say is, these people were your lead, obviously. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can have multiple people as a lead, or I think you can have two leads, right? I could have two leads, and it says designating uh, designating the subject related to that clue as the target of your active investigation. This subject is typically a single creature, item, or small location. So here's what I'll say. So you picked the group or Ortvald as your lead, essentially. Mm-hmm. So I'll let you pick any of the gardeners in this room as your lead at this point for the sake of devising a stratagem. Okay. Can I pick two of them since I can have two leads? Uh, yes, because we don't know what your other lead is, and you would have had time to sort of set one as your lead when you first started pursuing them, and then set one as your Excellent. lead uh, during the 10-minute heal. So I would like to take the first the first lead. I want just the guy who's up behind Josharis. Yeah, number three, the green hood. Yeah, and then the second lead, I would like whoever was asking the questions of Orvald. That's number four, the only one without a hood. Okay, cool. So those In are my, my notes, that's no hood. No hood, okay. So, no uh... Yeah. Flava Flank and No Hood are my leads. <laughs> <laughs> um, and be something that I should do all the time sure. with this lead, and I always forget, but I can do the stratagem roll for free because they yeah. are my leads. So we'll do. You'd only devise a stratagem, I think, once per turn. I don't know. Right. Um, but that one for Flava Flank is not good, so I am not going to do it. But it also costs you no actions. It costs me no actions to do that this time. Do you want to um, recall knowledge against them? Uh, I mean, they're Grey Gardener's assassins. You know them pretty well. But do you want to recall knowledge? I would like to recall knowledge. Uh, what's your society bonus? Uh, plus 30. Jesus. 
Yeah, what would you like to know? You got this is you got a lot of info. Um weaknesses? Uh and we've talked about this. They don't have uh weaknesses, but I will tell you explicitly that fortitude is their weakest save. Because you did save. you did do really, really well. You uh you crit succeeded on this check, so fortitude is their weakest save. Specifically uh, it's a plus twenty two. Can I ask another question? I'll give you one other thing, but it'll be abstracted in answer. Okay, what kind of weapons do they have? Oh, that one's easier watching them. Uh, kukris and hand crossbows. Can okay. we tell which one has the plus three on it? Uh, plus two. Or plus two on it? They all do. Oh, they all do. Okay. Yeah, you think both. What a bunch of a-holes. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Look, uh, level 14 creatures. Of course, <laughs> are at least plus two on everything. <laughs> cool. They also do some great sneak attack damage, Jason. Not that you'd know. I wonder what that's Ooh. like. Um... And, okay, so that's one action. Yeah. Because the stratagem was free. And so... No, no, you got to recall knowledge for free as a part of devising a stratagem. Oh, that's right. So I haven't even done anything yet. Yeah, that's why leads rock. Yeah. Uh, all right. So Val is going to instead kind of come in. I can't really reach the pond, but she's going to move to where she's uh, got line of sight on um, not the one I just did the stratagem on, but the other one on the other side of Drow. No hood. No hood. Cool. Yeah. I like that, yeah. Yeah, so you're just going to flank out to the north a little bit so you can have a clean shot at no hood. Yep, and take a shot at no hood with the pistol. All right. Not a stratagem roll. Correct. Ooh, that's going to be a 36. That's a hit. Nice. So this will be against number four, also known as no hood. We hitting right. on 36s in this group? Apparently. <laughs> You having fun, Jason? Dope. They're all okay. dead. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, kind of low. 18 points of damage. That's totally fine. And uh, with one more one more action, she's going to throw the dagger at No Hood. All right. Second attack penalty shot here. Uh-huh. I'm going to roll the tiny d20 because it's our fun toy of the day. My name's Larry, goddammit. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> I think we found... Your die. We found Did you the just die. Break Jane's luck. He yeah. just broke my luck with this very tiny die. Right when we get the drop. I know. <laughs> Don't worry. Get rid of that drop. Trent actually just gifted me a like weighted die. So that I could find it. <laughs> it's a forty-seven to hit. Shh, that's a that's a crit. Heck yeah! Oh, nice. I think the drop should be like Jane's gonna roll, and it's probably gonna be good. Yeah, that's and that's, and that's it. Did you say Jokes on you, Sherman. <laughs> Sherman. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I don't even have <laughs> I don't even have a dice thing set up for a crit with the dagger. Oh, just do your normal dagger damage, then double it. Okay, cool. Normal non-intelligence bonus, whatever. Right, 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 right. Uh, that's thirty points of damage. Nice, nice, real solid crit. You do not apply your crit effect because it wasn't against the target. Actually, I don't even know if, if investigators get crit effects, but. Don't matter, because it definitely wasn't your stratagem. And the dagger comes Stuff. flinging back into Val's hand, and she looks at Drew, who she's standing next to now, and she goes, I really hate these guys. Yeah, <laughs> quite annoying. And you are colored differently, like, what the fuck? They're not even wearing gray. They're not even gray. <laughs> They're gray in the game. I just only have so many miniatures ready to play with. No, that guy was blue. In the book, it is blue. It's a, it's okay. Yeah, the book definitely looks bluish, but in my mind, I like to think that they're just adding vibrancy to the gray theme. Mm. I thought it was like a rank. No. Oh. Mm. It's like a, like a Power Ranger thing yeah. with colors. Yeah. Or, yeah. Mm. That is the Mastodon. 
over oh. there. Totally. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, it's it's No Hood's turn that you just shot or, and then throw a, threw a knife into. Sure. So they are going to have a hand cross. So they're going to instant opening against you, Val. Uh, so okay. you'll be flat footed using a few choice words or gestures. Uh, let's just imagine some things that are not radio arable. And then they're going to <laughs> whip out with a hand, whip that hand crossbow out with the quick draw. Cause I think they keep it loaded because in my mind that makes my rules easier. And they're going <laughs> to fire this hand crossbow shot. God damn it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. a natural one. It's not a natural Damn. one. Damn it. So remember, you have a minus two to your AC. Uh-huh. 33? That's a miss. Fuck. The bolt comes like flying at Val and she just flicks it out of the way. <laughs> just Ding. flicks it out. <laughs> it's like the Matrix up in here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, reloads the hand crossbow. It's Fox's turn. Oh, okay. Fox. Wait, that was who, the whole turn? was that? Because uh, instant opening, shot, reload, three actions. Which character was that? Uh, no hood, number four. Fox, okay. can you get uh, Portsburg Carmino uh, out of the way? <laughs> Uh, probably eventually, but uh, <laughs> I want to do this first. I love how all of a sudden Watson's having trouble with names. <laughs> I mean, you know how whenever like old people ask you what your name is and you tell them very loudly what it is and they still get it wrong? Yes. Mm-hmm. I, I just imagine that's what happens to him every time. Like how Jason called you Troy. <laughs> that one I understand. Oh, is that an age take for Jason? <laughs> oh. Damn it. Uh, I'm doing... Yeah, what a are you spell doing? strike. So are you flying in or just walking no, in? Just walking. Fine. Walk in. Spell strike. Is this going to be on Green Hood over here? Um. Yes. Yes. That's, that's number correct. Three. Who I'm flanking. Yes, you are definitely flanking. And Go. let's just see if we hit. All right. Get ready for a roll. I don't know, Jared's that's pretty good. What do you got? Forty-three. Not a crit. Definitely a hit. Nice. Uh, great. I cast Chain Lightning. Oh, fuck. <laughs> oh! <laughs> yeah! Uh, I feel like the one drop that we gotta find out, find out what the rate request would be to commission is. I just want, like, some generic hype drop. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I just asked him about doing one for Recall Knowledge, and <laughs> trust me, it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, 28 weapon damage. God... Oh, now I'm dropping my, my markers in the ground. So much damage. And you'll damage. have to make some chain lightning DC... Reflex. Yeah, reflex yeah, DC so we're gonna start. With, we're going to start with number three. What's, the, which, what's your DC? 36. Much lower than Trent's. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes. Reflex, they're pretty good at, but not that good. Uh, okay, so that's 35. Oh, yeah. So that's a fail on number three. Yes. That's green one, right? Yep, green hood. And then let's do, I'm sure it'll jump to number one next. So it'll go three, one, two, four. Oh, we can go, you know what? We'll just go in line. So it'll go three. The numbers don't matter to the listeners. Three, one, it goes four, in a line. Two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay, so the second one, I don't know if that'll be a crit success. That will definitely be a success. So that's going to come up to 43. So not a crit success, but a success. Right. And it only stops on a crit success, right? Correct. Yes. Okay, so that's. Half damage. Uh, no hood is going to fail. And then red hood, natural 20. Crit succeeds, but they're the last one. So Okay. So full, half, full, no damage. Yep. So not a great roll. Yeah, a couple ones in there. 38 is full damage. So 38 is full damage. So that's going to hit number three first. I'm just going to go ahead and preemptively play this for myself. Here we go. Oh, my God.
god-awful math but mm-hmm. arcs around hits everyone except for the last person who just like dodges out of the way and i imagine it like hits one of the plants in the room just and fries it so there's this room that sort of lit up this green room lit up a little bit by the white flash of lightning uh these that. folks are not looking good we're getting a little long in this episode but everyone's so messed up let's see if you can finish it Ooh. off okay you, you got the initial initial weapon damage right Yes, I did okay, get the cool. initial weapon damage as well. So move to action spell strike. That's your turn, right? That's it. All right. Uh, Gray Gardner, assassin number one, right in front of Drosharis, I think is going to instant opening. This will make you flat-footed. This is not a result of flanking or anything else, so it will affect you, but I'm having to spend an action for it because it's not a result of flanking or any other things you mentioned. Mm-hmm. It's a result of uh, like distracting you, essentially. But it doesn't have to do with... No, it does not. I'm spending an action to make you flat-footed. Using an ability called Instant Opening, which makes you flat-footed. What is... So it's a move that you do. That yeah, it's a move it's, that it's I do. It's not you're, like, yeah. hiding or whatever. Correct. No, I'm Got it. distracting you using choice words and gestures. He's cheating. <laughs> All right, so then I'm going to lash out with this Kukri. Oh, 37 against flat-footed AC. Yep. Got one action left. Yeah, that's definitely going to be a miss. 31 against Flood Footed AC. It's no. Assassin. Number two's turn. Red Hood is going to create is an instant opening you. Same thing. Use an action to distract you. Going to shoot you with its hand crossbow. Fuck. <laughs> 32 against Flood Footed AC, Jason. Yeah. Dude. Final action to reload. Drosharis, it's your turn. Mash. The dice Get are on our Time side this mess. Yeah, around. absolutely. Do you remember a nice, the t- really fun feat that I have called Quick Reversal? Hey. I remember that it was crazy. I would it allows love to me hear to hit the... both people who are flanking me. Oh, yeah. In one action, mm-hmm. I roll twice, Yep. but I use my first attack penalty, attack penalty for both. Yeah. That cool. is very cool. Wait, so it's two attacks for one action? Yes. What level, what level fighter feat is this? Four. Really? <laughs> Holy shit. So it probably makes your third attack be a, your third attack penalty. Yeah. Probably. I would guess so. That is such a cool fighter feat. That is very attacks. cool. Awesome. Yeah. For well, one action. Reversal? Green. Yeah. Okay. And then the other guy. Yeah, I trust you. That is awesome. I mean, I call bullshit for theatrics, but that's just fighters are so cool. <laughs> Sometimes we forget they're like, oh, that's why fighters are so good at this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they, they have they don't do other things. They fight very well. Forty one on both. I rolled two eights. Uh forty one on both is a hit, not crit. That's it. Nice. So that's this is against uh number one or blue hood. I'm and looking to make sure that I don't roll I think it's I roll one damage for both. Yeah, you might have check. something weird. Make sure you get that bleed too. Is yes. the second one flanked? Flat Yeah, the second one is flat footed, but it would not turn that into a crit. Okay. Damn. Uh, Jason's doing well here. Not that. Yeah, it well. doesn't say that I roll. It doesn't say either way that I roll one or two different damages. I need to be two different damages. Okay. So I would play that. So let's All roll right. against the first target, the one that's really messed Sweet. up. Your two-handed sword just messing these that's people right. up. Just mashing fools. Twenty-five. No, quick question here. Does does that have any of the weird fighter traits like press or open? It has press and press and flourish. So I can't use the. Uh, 
that's the downfall is that it takes up so much of that. Does press have to be your is, is the press first thing you do a turn? Or does right? it have to be a follow up attack? Press is the mm. one that affects your oh. multiple attack penalties, so it's a for a follow up attack. The flourish is the one that it, you oh, do so more wait, than so one thing at a time. Oh, so does this have to be your second attack then to do a quick reversal? That's not what it says. Okay, I'll have to look. I don't know. Okay, what, what, I, don't know what, I can't remember what press does. Trent, can you look up press? Yeah. Regardless, you've got one attack off in the first person. Roll for damage. So the the, the green guy gets twenty five. Okay. Oh, you're hitting the green one first. Yes. Okay. Nice. Green Can one only is... be used if you are currently affected by a multiple attack. Ah, penalty. so this basically has to be your second action. Correct. But I think that so the. F- it's two actions, and yeah. it has both the flourish and the press, and I think that it takes that because... Flourish means you can only use one flourish action a turn. Yeah. Okay. And press means you just have to be your second action. Uh, you, you, basically, you have to already be under the effects of a multiple attack penalty. Okay. So if you want, you get, I, I'm cool with you keeping your first roll to hit yeah. against okay. your choice of which one. And then for your second action, you can kind of roll it forward, but it'll be... Let's just reset. We'll let you keep one of your rolls. You got to hit 41... Do you want to attack the one in front of you or the one behind you? That The green one. The one behind you. Okay, that's number three. And how much damage is this? 25. Okay. I don't personally love that, but I respect your choice. So that's your first action is just a strike with it. Mm-hmm. Now, because you're under the effects of a multiple attack penalty, you Wrong. can now use a press ability. You're incorrect. How so? It specifically says it does not affect your attack penalty. No, no, no. This will not affect it for these two strikes. You can only use an ability with the press trait in an instance in which so you already... So you get to use your second attack. The second strike has the same penalty as the, first. As the f- initial strike. So normally if you make three attacks in the turn, it's no penalty, minus five, then minus ten, right? So in this case, you'll get a attack at full and then two attacks at minus five instead of an attack at minus five and minus ten. I don't... That doesn't make sense to me, but okay. All right. So it's like... For um, me, it feels like this is telling me that I can do... It's Your, your second strike as a part of this action right. will not take an I, additional let's penalty. Move on. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so all I was right. trying to finish, but... No, all good. The other so, one was 38 if I hit. 38 damage. Uh, yeah, and that hit. Nice. Uh, even with the, the minus five, that's exactly the AC. And how much no, damage? No, that was the damage. I hit both of them. Yeah, but... The, Okay, matter. so minus five is 36 hit the second uh, exactly. one. Exactly, and that's why it still hits. And then you get a third attack <laughs> also at a minus five instead of a minus right. ten. Uh, number one's dead. The one in front of you is you take its head off. The <laughs> green yeah. one? Uh, no. Oh, this one? Yeah. You t- yeah, you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Into the cookies. It's cookies. Was, that, was and, that no hood? Uh, no, no, no hood. No, okay. That was and so, so this is where this blue continues head. to be a really badass choice because this is your second action. Harold the National 19. <laughs> Yeah. So and you're only at your se- and even though this is your third attack, you're only at your second that attack makes penalty, sense now. and you'll still have another action after this. So now you can chuck this at the green hood. So what's the total to hit with your second attack penalty? Forty-seven. So that is a crit God. on your third attack of the turn. Suck it anyways, James. How about that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody fight. Uh, okay, so that's a crit. So double some damage on this fucker. Holy Seventy-six. That's the, total. that's the total. Oh my God. Okay, so they're alive. Um, I have another action. Fuck. Please don't. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> this is at your final attack penalty. They are flanked, though. 35 on a flanked character. That 35 hits because yes! they're flanked. Yes! yes. <laughs> so awesome. I love Groshar so, so much. I 33. Can just... They're dead. They, yes. Of course they are. Both I just... heads fly off into the cookies. <laughs> 
I just know how much Jason loves Drosharis because sometimes we'll just like on a random day after an episode comes out, get a message in the Discord where Jason's like, I'm just going to say it. Drosharis is a badass. (laughs) That actually does happen. So yeah, that's quick reversal. That's That's why it's awesome. So that makes more sense now. Yeah. I was like, we can just deal with it off off camera or off off. For those of you who are listening, it's like it's the weirdest part about fighters. You have openings, which means like you have to make it before you've made any other attacks. Presses only once you've done something that can occur. You, so you can grab first mm-hmm. to get that penalty and then do it. Like we've seen. Oh, that's true. Yeah, like that's uh, in our other game. Eli does that a lot with yeah. his character. He'll he'll grab first to incur the multiple attack penalty and then follow up with that. Yeah. And then flourishes, which is just you can only do one thing with the flourish per turn. Yeah. Yeah, fighters have a lot of weird currencies. They do. It's weird. It's almost like playing a street fighter. Like, you're setting up combos, mm-hmm. basically, in turn sequences. Mm-hmm. It's Watson's yeah. turn. There's only two left. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, uh, I'm, like, so far back here. I don't It's going to... Uh, let, let me see. Uh, how about I go uh, uh, guidance on uh, Val and... Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I just kind of sit here and... <laughs> You know what? My, oh no, I, I will, uh, uh, Ray of Frost. Yeah. <laughs> you gotta go for, you've got the, you've got a clear sure line of sight. It's literally no, 120 feet. It's a man named Ray from the town of Frost. I attack Ray. <laughs> Ray of Frost. Ray of Frost. And he shows up and he's like, hi, I'm Ray. I'm from Frost, <laughs> Illinois. <laughs> Frost does seem like it'd be in Illinois. Uh, yeah. All right. It's, gonna which, have, yeah, it's which... going to have shit cover. Uh, no hood is your best shot. Okay. Yeah, It'll have fine. shit cover. Or he will have shit cover. Oh. 44? Wow. Uh, hit, not a crit. Okay. Uh, It'd be Frost, Minnesota, for the record. <laughs> That's oh, so true. Makes yeah. more sense. I'm Ray. I'm from Frost, Minnesota. Or Frost, uh, South Dakota. Oh, yeah. North Dakota. Yeah. It's near Minot, I'm sure. There is a another one in Florida. I think it's called like Frost Proof or something like that. It's like the name of the town. <laughs> that is. It's like Florida would have a town named Frost Proof. Yeah, Frost Proof. Frost Proof, Florida. I just, it's, that's up on yeah. Google. Yeah. <laughs> 24 cold damage. Nice. Okay. Wow. So that's your turn. Uh, We're going to keep this going just because we're so close to finishing this fight. You're welcome. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I can't believe I killed those guys in two. That was was pretty awesome. Val, it's your turn. All right, so No Hood is still over there, still Val's lead. Yeah. Um. So she's gonna devise the stratagem for, for free. free. Oh, the the tiny die has failed me, so Wait, I'm not. One second, I'm sorry. I have something for this. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I hate the most about this is how happy all of you look when it plays. <laughs> it's, just, it, it's so catchy. But what'd you roll? I rolled a two. Yeah. So whatever you roll <laughs> next, you do have guidance, so you can add a plus one. You do, you do pick that before that's you roll. That's what I say. Whatever she rolls next, turn yeah. that two into a three. Yeah, so... so and you can just shoot the other one. Yeah, instead of... Uh, the great thing is that it's for free. And yeah, so instead cool. of uh, shooting that guy, I'm going to shoot... Well, I actually need to reload, I think. Um, yeah. So I'll reload and then I'll shoot the other guy with your plus one with my plus using. one from guidance from my friend Watson. Even though, and Val's gonna look at you and go, "Thank you," but I know you only did that because I'm the last one you could actually give it to today. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> what am I doing here? <laughs> uh, okay, that's a little better. That's gonna be a forty. 
three. That's a hit. Okay. Um, and la la la, the damage. Is it a crit by chance? No, it's not. Dang Thank it. you for asking, though. Um, Those numbers are so small. They are really <laughs> small. I love this thing, but it is hard to see. It's 19 points of damage. Okay. Dope. And she's going to throw the dagger at him. <laughs> <laughs> it's a classic Bam. for a reason. <gasps> Change his plan, Call of Duty. That's all I can imagine. It's like the pistol and dagger yep. from Modern Warfare 2 yep. back yep. in the day. Yes. Uh, it's a 37 to hit. That's a hit. All right. Hit Even with shit cover, that's a hit. You These hit guys the are kind of suck, am I right? I <laughs> know. Uh, I'd rather fight gardeners all day, man. This is way Yeah, easier. seriously. Like, where have these been while we're getting attacked by Grim Reapers? Uh, uh, 17 points of damage with the dagger. Okay. It's almost like they felt like they couldn't do it on their own. Yeah. It's because they're Outsourcing. weak and sad. <laughs> Okay, Val saying this the whole time. You are weak and toughness. sad. <laughs> uh, it is. It is now Nohood's turn. He did spend an action to reload, so he's going to instant opening on Drosharis. So you're flat-footed. Fire off the hand crossbow. I might finally freaking hit with this. It's going to be 47 hit flat-footed. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, I, I really appreciate like the collaborative work here. I think that's really important if to our game. Gotta take damage. It's the fighter. Uh, so that's going to be True. 11 points of crossbow damage. A11? Uh, 11. 11. A11. Uh, but then I do get sneak attack damage, which is where the real fun is. And you know what? I do get to use one of these very comically small dice that Trent also gave me. But I cursed yours. Haha. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is very We're convenient. Break that button. <laughs> yeah. I just love imagining your friend sitting in like his office, being like terrible man. He was definitely playing <laughs> the guitar too while he was singing it. So uh, and recording recording each of the harmonies yeah. separately, yes, yeah. and then uh, that's twenty eight points of sneak attack damage on top of that as well. Is and that all? then reload. Yeah, it's now Fox's turn. All right, Fox is moving in to don't, no hood over here. Don't love it. I get attack of opportunity on you. <laughs> Take yes. it, I dare you. <laughs> Your Jason and Jared's competitiveness has yeah. reached a new level. <laughs> Which square is he on? Uh, he's just the, to the north of okay. Ortvald. Yeah. So you, you you are now not flanking Fox. You know that, right? Yes. Okay. I mean, yeah. Sure. That makes sense. Yeah. Just making sure you know. You've now moved up to the north part of the room, circling around the last two gardeners that are they themselves sort of standing on either side of Potted Garmino. Does oh. a 36 hit. A 36 hits exactly. Perfect. Perfect, perfect. Then that is going to be... You know, while you're looking at that, I will say, Jason, I appreciate you killing people that you were about to apply love effects to, because it's really easy to remember dead versus yeah. frightened and bleeding. <laughs> Those guys True. are still bleeding pretty badly. When you lose a head, that does happen. So I guess you have to keep track of that. Oh, okay. 23 damage. <laughs> okay. On... On no head. On no, no hood. He still has a head. <laughs> no head. No For head. Now. Okay, now. so move, attack, and... Oh, that's going to be a hit. Oh, um, nice. Uh, when, here's my terrible math. Uh, We're doing it again. <laughs> We're all excited about these drops because we just got them, but eventually the listeners are going to be like, we get it. Yeah. Terrible math. <laughs> Uh, 43. 
43 points of damage. No, 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 to hit. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a hit. I was that like, was oh my hit. god. That was, the, that was the harder math for me, because it doesn't do it automatically like this roller does. 21 damage. Oh. A couple low ones, man. Yeah, yeah, two and a one in there. Okay. Get it together, Fox. Hey, I'm doing good damage. I'm just kidding, man. I'm okay. these guys up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that's gonna make it Red Hood down there's turn. Gonna Watts follow the has same. Not even in the room yet? No, <laughs> I've been like, oh, just he's like, oh god, <laughs> you guys right. go ahead. This one, same thing. Gonna create an opening on you, Drosharis. Shoot you with the hand crossbow, which I think I may actually pull off a hit, courtesy of Flat Footed. Um, if no, forty-two Flat Footed. Okay, so I was like, 52? Can you show me that math? <laughs> that's uh, terrible math. That's, that's terrible math. That's going to be 14 points of damage, of damage from the weapon, and then sneak attack. Fortunately, these numbers are really small, so my math is better. That's how that works. I really want everyone to know that. Prove it. 18 points of sneak attack damage. Look at that right there. You got to help me out, man. I'm down to 200 points. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and slightly final, scratched. Final action, reload. Okay, that makes it Drosharis' turn. Drosharis, what to do? These uh, misshapen things those with are X's like, in them? Those are like p- plants oh, and like trees. Like a ficus? Like a shrubbery. All right. Can I get through them, or is it difficult, difficult terrain? Just extra space. Five extra feet. Sort of while you're moving, I will call out an interesting note of clarification in second edition Pathfinder. Difficult terrain is not double movement, it's five additional feet of movement. So for if something were to reduce your speed there, it wouldn't make like ten feet to get through become twenty, it ten feet becomes fifteen. Does Orval give me flanking? No, he, ah, he's, he is shite. He's yeah, he eating didn't give dirt. Me flanking either. Can I push him out of the way and take a square? No. Uh, you, yes, you, you could take an action to athletics shove. Or fold. I'll just go around. I have yeah, a movement okay. speed. So you go around to the south. Sa- you go around to the south. So now basically, there's a big long table. Think Last Supper, and the center is Orfold Potmino. <laughs> to either side of him are two gray gardeners, and then going out to the far ends of the table. On the right, we have Fox. On the left, we have Drosharis, just pushing in towards the center. Yes. All right. Um. Let's see. So I'll swing it the Red Hood. Just little normal friendly fun attack. <laughs> How? <laughs> oh God! How's a forty-eight? That's a critical hit. Yeah, yeah. yeah it is. Oh, man. Mash, mash, mash. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight points of damage. Mm-hmm. Lame. Okay. Uh, let's see. Thirty-eight. That, oh, that sorry, a, that wasn't critted. Yeah, it was like so that was seventy-six. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. Now I get to use this. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's fine. Okay. Still so, alive? Yeah. Yeah. He's nice, still alive. He, he's nice. been, he was. He was the one that critically saved against the second chain oh, lightning. That's right. And it, this one's been relatively unscorched. Okay. Yeah. Forty-eight. That's a sorry. Critic. Thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. Still <laughs> a hit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a hit, not a critical hit. Yeah. Uh, so roll for some damage. Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine. Dang. Mm, still up, but. Barely. That head's coming off, bro. <laughs> Get it. Uh, it's and we're going to give him back to the gardeners later. Ah. <laughs> it's Watson's turn. Just drop it down the hole yeah, from that one room. and down the like... hole. Watson goes, ah, and runs forward 20 feet. <laughs> <laughs> for, those of you, battle cry. 
for those of you listening, which is everyone, because we don't record anything, Trent totally just pumped his arms up and down really small, like a little T-Rex <laughs> uh-huh. running. <laughs> and he will cast Electric Arc. Yes. Uh, as a cantrip. Not, is that different from Chain Lightning? It is, except it only targets up to two creatures. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, a, it's a multi-target cantrip. It's almost perfect for this situation. So do I make reflexes on this or DC do you make attack rolls? 39 reflex. Yeah, of course. All right, so let's start with number... We'll start with the Red Hood, the one Drosharis has been wailing on. And my dice luck is not with me today. 33, that's a fail. It is. Yeah, and then the one to the north is going to... Jeez, that's a crit fail. Ooh, no Hood crit fails. Double damage! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I gotta just go back New and click drop. that. It's our 10th drop. This is a 94 plus 6 electricity. You 94 damage? I'm just kidding. 94. <laughs> Plus six. <laughs> uh, full damage is 28. You'll double the... Oh, right. 28 and then doubled. Okay, so... Which is um, 56. Red Hood, dead. And yeah. then... More like dead hood, am I right? His head comes off, right? He electrocutes his head off. Uh, <laughs> it's like it's like the movie Scanners. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. uh, and then 56, was it? Yes. Yeah. Okay. The other one is alive, technically. Uh, Val, it's your turn. All no right. No hood is the only one left. Yeah, Val is going to run up to no hood. Uh huh. And be like, mm. tell us what they're doing here, or we'll kill you like your friends. I would rather die. All right, then she shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> That's her specialty. Yeah. Would you like to devise a stratagem? I would like to devise a stratagem, thanks. Would you like to supersize it? I would like to supersize it. <laughs> Neat. Okay, I'll take that stratagem roll. That is a natural 14, which means that we are looking at a... I can't remember if it was a 30 or... Uh, yeah, we're looking at a 44 for it to hit. Okay, mm. so that's a hit. Okay, uh, cool. Before you roll damage, really quickly, uh, what's your bonus to damage? My bonus Yeah, to what's your damage? bonus to damage? On the pistol? Yeah, is it six or higher? Six, yes. <laughs> He's dead. Okay. Yeah. You know what? I'm sure you have a lot of questions about what's going on here, how Ortfald Popmino is doing, and why this fight was so easy. Find out the answer to that and more. Tune in next week. Oh, right. bye. <laughs> The Live to Die podcast is a production of Live to Die Gaming. Follow us on social media at Live to Die Pod. Leave a review and tune in next week for more. If you like the amazing background audio and music, all that credit goes to Sirenscape. Make sure you check them out at sirenscape.com.